Lord love a lemon meringue pie. Eh, eh, eh. Well, then don't love a lemon meringue pie. Love the Harlan Highway podcast because that's what we're doing right now. We are uh, podcasting. My name is Harlan Williams. I am your host. And what a show we have today. Later in the show, we're going to be talking about a very sexual tribe of monkeys, of great apes. Very unsettling. There's some crazy sex antics going on in the jungle, folks. I will be talking about that. Also, uh, I'm going to dry my hair with a leaf blower. Let me just throw that out there. I will be drying my hair with a leaf blower during today's show. And then uh, we're going to have my Harland gets pissed off segment where uh, this, this was a really weird situation. Uh, I was at the dentist and something happened at the dentist's office that set me off, got me in a pissed off frame of mind. I was vulnerable. I was in a chair. I had hoses in my mouth. And uh, all I could do was get pissed off. And you'll you'll hear why when you listen to the podcast today. Uh, crazy, crazy stuff. So let's do it. Let's get the plaque off our teeth. Let's get ready to laugh. Here we go. This is the Harland Highway. Where am I? What is this? Some kind of a joke or something? Welcome to the Harland Highway. What you talking about, Willis? Son, you got a panty on your head. Shut up and sit down, you big bald fuck. Oh, God, what's happening here? What's happening? Hey, Harland, it's Shelly. You just made a wrong turn onto the Harland Highway. We choose to go to the moon in this decade and do the other thing. Not because they are easy, but because they are hard. That is fantastic. <laughs> what's wrong with everybody in this crazy place? The Harland Highway. <gasps> What is it? Opening. To what? To another dimension. This is Harlan Williams. You're a bad man. You're a very bad man. That is fantastic. Okay. Oh boy, I'm running, running late. I, I was, I was late getting into the studio this morning. You ever have one of those days when you're just running late? And so, uh, so I didn't have a chance to dry my hair. I'm still, my hair's still soaking wet. I got, just got out of the shower. What? Roger? I asked Roger to find a hairdryer for me. All you could get was a leaf blower? Yeah, I see it. There's a giant leaf blower on on the desk here. You want... Dry my hair with the leaf blower. Are you... Well, okay, I guess... I gotta dry my hair. Hang on here with me, gang. I'm... I'm... It might be a little unconventional, but I'm I'm gonna dry my hair with a leaf blower. Is it is is it gassed up? Okay, Roger gave me the thumbs up. It's gassed up. I'm I'm turning on the leaf blower. I'm gonna dry my hair. Hang 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 with me here, gang. Here we go. Whoa whoa whoa! Oh boy! Oh ah my eyes! My eyes! Ah ah God! What? I can't I can't even. Oh my god! Oh, it's blowing my face sideways. I can I can barely. Okay, my hair is crooked. My my skin is. I've got. Holy! <coughs> Good lord! Oh my god! Well, look at that. My hair's like 90 percent dry. 
There's a little spot on the back here. Hang on one sec. Okay, here we go. Here we go. I think we're going in. Oh, 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 my eyes again. Ow! Ah! Oh, my eyes. Oh, my mouth is going open. I feel like a dog with a face out the window. I, wow, that is really strong. Hold on, just a little, a little on the side here. I think I got it. Oh, here we go. Here, right there, right there. <sighs> okay. Okay, I look like, a, well, my hair looks like Michael J. Fox's hair. It's all like, it's, it's all feathered. And there's a damn, what the hell is this? There's a twig in my hair. But that was pretty fat. You know, Roger, I was like, this is ridiculous. And, and now I got to say, like, that, that that's like the fastest I've ever dried my hair. But I got to say, my face feels a little crooked here. Let me just realign my mouth. It's kind of like blue. There's so much wind that kind of blew my, my, my whole face. Is... <laughs> there. There we, ah, there we go. Okay. Uh, we did that. My hair's dry. I'm ready to do the show, gang. Uh, and, uh, why don't we start with, uh, you know, me being pissed off. How about that? Don't piss me off. This is Harlan Williams. And you're really pissing me off. Oh, uh, you're starting to piss me off, you little pigless son of a bitch. You pissed me off. Shut up. You're pissing me off. These fucking assholes, this fuck, these fucking assholes, the fuck is their problem, man? Okay, this, this, this one is kind of mixed, okay? I'm, I'm pissed off, but I, it's hard to be pissed off because of the situation. Here, here's what it is. I went to get my teeth cleaned today. How many of you have been through this torture chamber session? I mean, there's got to be a better way than this this archaic, antiquated, barbaric method of scraping the scum and the and the and the crust off your teeth. <laughs> oh God! And we all get it. Some of us don't. Some people have perfect white shiny teeth, and that's a whole different pissing me off thing. It's more like I'm jealous. But the rest of us, you know, if we if we leave our teeth for like a month or or not a month, like six months or seven or eight months or a year, let's face it, you get a little bit of crud down in the gum line, and you know they're not as white as they could be, yada yada yada. So, so you know, twice a year I try to go in and, and stay hygienic and healthy, and and they say that you know if you get if you get stuff in your gums, it can also the same plaque can go into your heart. And it's the same exact same plaque that that clogs your heart arteries. And I mean, good Lord. So it's just it's all scary all around. So twice a year I go in and I don't know if you've had your teeth clean. If you haven't, you should. But basically it takes about, you know, half an hour to an hour. And they lay you down and they open your mouth and they get these really sharp, like toothpick like metal wiry things. And they scrape your teeth and they go, they, they stick them down beneath your gum line and scrape the, the gunk out of there. And it's horrible. 
So I use the nitrous, man. I get the they have the nitrous gas. You have, they put a little mask on your nose. It's like right, just that comforting that hum, that hiss, and and you kind of go off into la la land. You like you're high during the whole thing, and then when they shut it off at the end, you're like perfectly clear headed. So it's like an insta high. But I am so squeamish and so I, I, I just hate, I think we all hate having our teeth poked and prodded, but especially with these little wiry like metal implements and tools that they use and then you get the sucking thing, you know, the thing that sucks your saliva and your blood and, oh, so so it's bad enough I got to go down and, and by the way, you're paying for it. It's like 200 bucks, by the way, to, to get tortured. And all you S&M listeners right now are going, really? Oh, my God, let me sign up for that. Can I wear my leather mask? Uh, but but you, you lay down and, and you open your mouth and in goes your, your dental hygienist and they're scraping and it's pretty intense work. And, and you're using sharp implements on someone's gums which are very sensitive and full of like pressure points and, and you know, sensitivity points that, 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 that lead to pain. And let's face it, I don't think our gum line was meant to be lifted up and scraped and all that you, you, wonderful stuff. And so it's painful. There's bleeding. They're, they, you know, they, your gums bleed rather easily when they're poked with, with, with metal objects. And, uh, and so it's sensitive and, and it takes concentration and focus because you don't want the person cleaning your teeth to kind of drift off and start like accidentally going too deep or poking the roof of your mouth or God forbid hitting a nerve or whatever. So here's where I'm pissed off and it kind of sucks because my dental hygienist is such a sweetheart. She, she's an older lady. She, she's as nice as they come. She's so sweet. She does such an amazing, thorough job. And and she's very focused and intense and takes her work very seriously. But on today, for some reason, she was a chatterbox. She decided, you know, that I was going to be her social event of the day or I was the tea party or whatever. And all of a sudden, she's talking about her vacation and don't get me wrong, I love this lady. She does a great job. I, she's sweet. But there's some jobs where you shouldn't be talking. And this is where I, I was getting pissed off. And not only that, I'm high as a kite. And she's telling me about her vacation. She's canoeing and she's hiking and she's camping and she's going here. And her husband did this and they had to take a plane and the, the tickets were too much. And not only is she chatting about it, like going on and on, and I'm like in my head, in my, in my inebriated nitrous gas head, I'm going focus, focus on the teeth, focus on the gut li- blood lines, on the on the gum lines. I I taste blood in my mouth. Ow, that hurt, you know. And then not only is she she chatting, but she's asking me questions. She's talking to me like we're having a coffee at Starbucks. She's talking to me like we're we're sitting at Denny's over breakfast. So how about you, Harland? What are you doing this summer? Have you ever been in a small plane? When was the last time you were camping? Isn't it fun? Tell me about your summer. And, and I'm like, in my head, I'm like, lady, 
There, there's three tubes in my mouth sucking blood and water. I've got a mask on my face. I'm breathing in nitrous gas. I'm, I'm stoned. And P.S. You've got like wire implements up in my gum line scraping and I'm sitting here clenching my fist, crossing my toes. My testicles are up in my belly button. My butt cheeks are clenched for some reason. I feel like I just sucked on a lemon. I'm as nervous and tense as a tightrope walker who just had Vaseline put on his on his rope. I don't want to be here. I can't talk. My mouth is full. It's bleeding. You're poking at it. What do you want me to say? And so I'm I'm doing my best. I'm like, uh huh, uh, oh, I want, I want, yeah. I sound, I, I hate to be mean. I sound like a mentally challenged kid. How do I, how do I vocalize? I'm like, oh, oh, your husband? Oh, yeah. Oh, this summer I'm going to go camping. You know, I got a new sleeping bag. Ow! You know, it's like, good Lord. So I'm sitting there and during that, I'm thinking, when is, when is this lady going to run out of breath? But then it gets worse. Did, did you think it could get worse, everyone listening? My, my faithful payment, did you think it get Guess what? It did. Guess what she brought up? Guess what she decided she wanted to talk about? You guessed it, the election. She brought up the, out of nowhere. So, uh, Harland, and I don't want to know, you don't have to tell me. But who do you think's going to win this crazy election? And I'm like, in my head, I'm like, this is a trap. What do you mean you don't have to tell me? If I tell you who I think's going to win, that's probably. And, and she's like, you know, no matter what you say, I don't, I don't think that that's who you're voting for. I just wonder who you think's going to win. And then she start, of course, I, this is in Los Angeles in Hollywood where everyone hates Trump. Everyone's a blind sheep following Hillary, of course. You know, she she could crap on the Pope's doorstep and they'd stand up and applaud her. You know, they just blind, blind sheep, lemmings f- running off the cliff for Hillary. Corrupt. Oh, I don't even want to get into it. But anyways, so now she asked me asked me about the uh, the election, and you guys know I've said it. I'm I'm voting for Trump. I like Trump. And I won't even get into all the reasons. And I know there's people that are hating me right now. Who cares? It's a free country. So I'm thinking, wait a minute. This 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 lady is clearly a Hillary lady. She's in my mouth with sharp instruments. And I'm about to say I like Trump. What? What now now my, my stoned mind is in a dilemma. And I had to play the I had to play the Canadian card. And I think it was very clever. I, I, I played two cards. I played the Canadian card. And normally I don't back down from, you guys know, I say what I believe I say. If someone asks me who I like, I say it. I'm not, I'm not a coward. <laughs> but, but when, when someone's, uh, you know, reaming my gum line out with, with metal instruments, I'm going to play it smart, man. This is a game of mental chess all of a sudden, right? So here's what I do. I play the I play the Canadian card and I play the statistic card. 
And she goes, you know, well, I'm, well, she's doing my teaching. So who do you think's going to win the election, Harland? And I go, you know, the, or like, and so she stopped for a minute so I can, she put, pulled the pipes out of my mouth and I was actually able to talk. And I said, well, first of all, I'm Canadian. And I lied a little bit. I said, so I can't even vote. But now I'm American, too. There was a time when that was true, but now I'm American, so I can vote. I said, I can't really vote. I said, as a Canadian, it's fun just to sit back and watch all of this. I really had to kind of lie. But do you you blame me? Wouldn't you? You're laying in the torture chair? And then I said, I said, well, I kind of look, I break it down more like this statistically. I said, it's very, very rare that any political party in America lasts more than two terms. I think it's only happened twice in the history of American politics. I could be wrong, but I know there was Reagan, Reagan, Bush Sr., and then there was one a little further back. But it's, it's rare statistically. It could happen, but it's statistically rare that uh, a political party uh, lasts more than two four-year terms. And so I said, well, statistically, I think I think the Republicans are going to win. I think Trump will win because of the statistics. And this, like, this, this worked. She was like, oh, Harlan, you know, I never thought of this angle. <gasps> you know, I've talked to a lot of people about this, and you're the first one that's kind of brought. Now you're making me think you're right. I'd never, I'd never brought this into the equation, Harland. And now I just took a nice big like breath of nice. I was like, I was like, okay. I just, I sucked in the nitrous and my brain just started skipping through a field of dandelions with sugar, sugar cream clouds and tangerine lollipops and I was holding hands with koala bears, and I think Dorothy was there, and a, you know, a, a fudge whale swam through the sky, and a, an upside-down giraffe made of licorice. I was like, I think I did it. I think I bullshitted the torture master. I'm just breathing, because the, the, the deeper you breathe the nitrous, the higher you get, man. And I'm just sucking it in. I'm like, I just got over that torture speed bump. Can you imagine if I said, oh, I like Trump. Trump's going to win just because I like him. Can you imagine how deep she would have dug those? You son of a... Ooh, sorry, Harlan. Look at this. I just found a cluster of, of film and crust way, way up in your gum line, almost right under your eyelash. Right. So I played it smart, man, and 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 she was she was quite impressed with that answer, and I I was in the safety zone, man. But nonetheless, the reason I'm pissed off is because you know, don't talk to me, don't start a conversation with me when I'm incapable of responding. You can talk, but don't expect me to answer. And if you're really focused, like focus, like I don't want, I don't want the, the pilot of an airplane coming on the loudspeaker as he's landing, coming on the, and going, hello, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to uh, the Boston area. We are just lowering the landing gear and uh, 
We're about to touch down in about a minute and a half here. This is the most crucial part of the flight. Uh, Anyone who's studied uh, aerodynamics knows that most plane crashes occur uh, as you're coming in for a landing. Uh, And I thought I'd take this opportunity, ladies and gentlemen, to welcome you to Boston. And uh, how about a knock-knock joke? Uh, Knock-knock. Who's there? Uh, stewardess. Uh, stewardess who? Uh, we don't call them stewardesses anymore. We call them flight attendants. <laughs> so anyways, uh, let me tell you about my summer plans, ladies and gentlemen, as we come in uh, in this very crucial moment as we slowly lose altitude and uh, approach land at 600 miles an hour from the sky. I, uh, I mean, can you imagine? There's some jobs where you just fucking need to focus and shut your pie hole. And like I said, as much as I love my dental hygienist, next time, shut your pie hole. Because when you talk, when you're grinding in my gums, you're pissing me off. Oh, yeah. Let's switch gears here real quick. Let's go from something, uh, you know, that pissed me off to something that I, I don't know what it made me feel. I mean, I'm a nature show guy. I like to watch my nature shows. So if you see me sitting on the couch and the flat screen's got a whole bunch of speckled giraffes and praying mantises and beavers making a dam, don't disturb me or I'll freak out on your face, your freckled fat face. Um... But I was watching watching, uh, a nature show the other day and I couldn't decide if this was a good thing or a bad thing or a disturbing thing or it was unreal. I guess the most recent the most recent species of great ape, you know, amongst the uh, the gorillas and the chimpanzees, they found a species that's smaller than a chimp. They they resemble chimps, but they're called the bonobos. They're they're the bonobo whatever chimp or great ape or whatever but they were they were the the most recently discovered i think they were discovered in the in the 30s or something like that um and they live in i can't remember if it's the northern part of 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 the congo or something like this it doesn't matter but what does matter is unlike chimps who resolve their differences through tribal warfare and violence and and raiding each other's uh, territories and pummeling and and violent, violently mauling and killing their opposition the bonobos and by the way the 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 chimp the chimp clans and the gorilla clans are are ruled by dominant males Okay, and apparently in the chimp clan especially, the male chimps love to just beat the crap out of the women. They're just, they're, they're like wife beaters, these, these big hairy freaks. They, they get off whenever they get frustrated or they get bored. They just wail on the women. The women folk. But in this bonobo tribe... It was the complete opposite, and it was, in a way, it was like, okay, I get it, but in another way, it was like, holy crap, this is disturbing. The bonobos are ruled by women. Women are at the top of the hierarchy. Women are the ones that make the calls, uh, 
But it's not through violence. It's not through intimidation. It's not through aggression. The bonobos are very sexual. Yeah, the bonobos resolve things by running up to you and humping you. They run up they run up and 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 tickle your genitalia. They run up and 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 start playing with your sensitive areas. They run up and just start humping your face or rubbing their vulva all over you. And I'm not making this up. I watched it. I watched it on my nature show. Because I like to watch nature shows. And it was very interesting. I thought it was it was kind of like the, the, the narrator of the show described them as the hippies of the jungle. Because it's all about love, baby, love, peace and love, free sex, man. And I thought, okay, I get it. But then all of a sudden, this free loving society, the bonobos, it took a really weird turn because they started showing that they did, the kids were involved. Like there could be a six-month-old or a one-year-old or a five-year-old. If that, if that kid started acting up, one of the bonobos would run over and pardon my French here, but they'd grab the two-year-old and the, 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 the women would rub their pussy all over its face. Thing would be screaming, you know, five bonobo women run up and start rubbing their oyster bake all over all over this little guy or girl. It was quite startling. And then, then there was some footage where a, a little baby was causing a ruckus ruffling around in the leaves and a, an elder ran over and started like... But again, this isn't me jerking his chain. Like his little tiny little monkey wiener. I mean, it looked like a pink inchworm hanging out of that black hair and the mother's like tugging on it like she's... You know, calling for room service at the Waldorf. What the hell? And 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 it, and it wasn't just humping. There was like there was like rubbing and grinding and it just very disturbing. It, it's kind of like what you'd see, uh, you know, at the Motel Six in uh, somewhere in northern Ohio on a Saturday night after the bars close. It was very disturbing, man. But the, I guess the, the thing that astonished me is it seemed to resolve all the issues in this monkey clan. They're not monkeys, they're great apes. It, it just, everything, you know, there'd be a disturbance, they'd all flock together, it'd be like, sometimes it was six, seven at a time, just like a, it was like a black furry ball of, of humping. It was like a giant uh, jungle fuckball. I know that sounds weird, but, you know, they're up in the trees. They've all got black fur. But the ladies' vulvas are, like, big and yellow. It looks like a conch shell crawled out on the beach. And in the blackness and all this this wall of this cluster of monkey fur, there's, like, 12, like, oyster eyes peeking out, rubbing all over the place furiously. 
And I was just sitting there going, that's freaking disturbing, man. And in the middle, there's children and, and the boys and the men and the... It was just like, uh, they should rename them the perv monkeys or something. The orgy monkeys. Bonobo doesn't really describe how freewheeling these wackadoodles are, man. And I thought, okay, at the end of the day, if nobody's getting hurt, and nobody's getting maimed, and nobody's getting, you know, these, these the chimpanzees literally rip each other apart, man. It's a violent, horrific death. They murder each other, chimpanzees. The bonobos just like, get it on, man. They go into porno mode. And everyone walks away kind of smiling, but then I'm wondering, what the, how, is, is there mental disruptions in their brains? Do they need to see a counselor? Is, is there... Is there, is there psychological damage? I mean, can you imagine being a three-year-old monkey boy? <laughs> and your grandmother, your aunt, and your seven sisters come over and decide to do a clam rub all over you just because you, you were a little noisy rustling in the bushes? I mean, God, I'd be, I think I'd be suicidal. I'd be so traumatized. It was just like bizarre. I don't know if there's 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 footage of these bonobo on YouTube, but I'm not making this stuff up, gang. <laughs> and so I'm just mystified and freaked out. And I, I guess in my head I'm like, God, is is love the way? Is 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 human con is monkey contact the way? Or is it is it better to have the violence and the the, the the anger and the I mean I almost I almost sat there wondering what's more disturbing. But I guess if I lived in the jungle, if I'm being honest, would I rather be ripped from limb to limb and my genitals genitals bitten off and and my eyes gouged out? by 14 aggressive, very strong, muscular male chimpanzees? Or would I rather be like <laughs> rubbed on and humped in the face and overly sexualized by a bunch of crazy monkey broads? <laughs> I don't know, man. Ay ay ay. At least at the end of the, the bonobo, I was going to say rape, but the r bonobo rub, at least you walk away. But how demented is your brain after that, man? It's like going through a car wash of, of, of vulva. Just rubbing and grinding. Unbelievable. Anyways, I had to talk about it because it kind of blew my mind. So if you get the chance, go on YouTube and see if there's any bonobo action. Forget about if any of you are checking out porno sites. Just go go to go check out the bonobo action, man. That should sh turn you off of everything for the rest of your life. You'll probably become a priest. I think I'm I'm thinking of becoming a a, a monk in the Swiss Alps after watching my nature show. Hallelujah, hallelujah, 
Oh, God. Maybe I gotta stop watching nature shows. Sweet Lord and Bonobo Heaven. Wow. There you go. There you go. I think we end the show right there with the, those visuals. Yikes, yikes, and triple yikes. Um, hey, before I go, a few quick announcements. Uh, please check out our, our, uh, our app, the Harland Highway app. You can get it in your cell phone, in your app store. Just type in the Harland Highway, and you are good to go. You can download the app for free, and you get the current uh, 50 episodes, the latest 50 episodes that are current. And then uh, for 20 bucks a year, you get the whole backlist of episodes, and you get special content, and you get all kinds of great stuff if you become a premium member, 20 bucks a year. Um you can also write me at harlowilliams.com. You can check out our web store at harlowilliams.com. And you can call me at harlowilliams.com, 323-739-4330. 323-739-4330 is the number. Leave a message. Takes a few minutes for the uh, the phone to pick up. I think it's like six rings. I'm trying to fix that. But hang in there and leave a phone message. And uh, maybe we'll play it on the show. So that's it for today. I hope you had a good time. Um, And, uh, you know, until next time, stay out of the Motel 6 in northern Ohio. And chicken chow mein, baby.